Boys and girls, it's that time of the week again. Time to turn your gazes to the stars above. It's time for the Mustache Rangers, spreading truth and the glory of America to the furthest reaches of outer space. Commander Major Alistair Q. Bastidius, leader of America's greatest mission and a hero to all. First Lieutenant Rediger G. Funibaum, his loyal companion and an all-around dandy fellow. Together, they lay claim to space for the American way. They are the Mustache Rangers. The nuanced cover art of this vital album tells me the Mustache Rangers are brought to you by Doc Johnson's Old Time Elixir. One spoonful and you're good, two spoonfuls and you're fine, just fine. Today, our heroes are joined by special guest David Melky, creator of Wondermark and co-editor of the Machine of Death series. You can find more information on David Melky at Wondermark.com or follow him online at M-A-L-K-I at Twitter. Now let's listen in. Hello and welcome back to Authors Radio Talking Hour. Uh, we'll have more on the Serbian crisis in just a few moments at the Campbell Soup news break. Uh, but for now, oh, I'm simply chuffed as milk to welcome a special guest on the program, one of the most prolific but least well-known authors of the past century in the adventure genre, uh, Sir Malthus XYZ Dalke. Yes, yes, thank you. And may I clarify, not merely an author of the adventure genre, but in fact a pioneer of the prehistoric detective-adventure romance genre as well. Yes, let's not forget your remarkable strides in introducing early Darwinian man to the venereal sport in the arena of mass-marketed fiction. Now, uh, to be frank, Francis, uh, mass-marketed, maybe overstating the case in the smallest measure, my erotic novellas set in the Paleozoic period of Earth's history uh, were in, indeed accumulatively printed in the thousands of copies, but when you work the mathematics, it comes out to around 15 copies each of several hundred titles, many of which were sold to churches, given away as kindling, fed to racetrack dogs and the like. Do racetrack dogs have a particular appetite for prehistoric romantic fiction? And now, in fact, it made them all quite ill. They lost a goodly sum of money placing bets on those poor beasts. But it was, in fact, the debt that I incurred at that instance that inspired another novel which became quite popular, uh, Fire Ants Take Over the British Museum, which was later purloined nearly word for word by J.M. Barry for his play Peter Pan, which I am still seeking damages for. <laughs> well, I hope we'll get into that encounter in somewhat more detail. No, I'm afraid we shan't, for Mr. Barry has made quite explicit threats upon my house and person. And so I fear we must leave this account strictly as it sits now, for you and your listenership to absorb with no further explication. Sir Dalkia, without meaning to assume, I, I fear I should clarify the situation here. We have no listenership. This conversation is strictly for my own personal identification. There is no broadcasting taking place. In fact, I believe sufficient technology does not exist. <sighs> I had hoped there would be a somewhat more thrilling explanation, but I suppose that sufficiently explains why we are sitting in a rowboat. 
Will you shut up? We're trying to enjoy a day's out. Please, keep it down. If I wanted to listen to the NPR, I would be listening to NPR, not on a paddle boat with my best friend. You see, we are space travelers, and we don't get a lot of time off. That's right, this is our day off. Please shut up. Your books sound really boring, except for the erotic part. Right, the prehistoric eroticism, probably doing it with dinos, is right up my alley. But right now, what is up my alley is this parasol. Right, and these iced teas. I'm using NutraSweet. This scone should have been eaten long ago, but your distractions have caused it to go uneaten. That's right, my tummy is all a flutter because I, I'm so angry with your noise. Could you please, for the sake of all things in and around us and that which we cannot see, stop talking about your own books and start talking about zero things. I would be saying the same thing to you if we were in a movie theater because you are ruining the experience. My feet can barely move around these paddles and these bicycle pedals that make us go because I am distracted by the things you are saying and the way you look. Granted, the pedal boat is not as fun as I thought it would be. Not at all. No, it's like I'm going to ride a bike on the water. Watch this shit. It's like we are too far away from the shore and I am too tired to make it back. It takes a long time. The energy transfer from the pedals to the water does not equate the the effort I want to put into moving about. Not nearly the same amount of exertion. And your noise is just making me more upset. I'm already upset with this afternoon. I'm already upset with this afternoon and my companion. The weeping willows over there are just as angry as we are. That's right, and they're blowing their sex stuff, their uh, pollens around, and it is making me stuffed up and a little bit weepy. If it weren't for you two over there in your boat, this might be a salvageable adventure. Right, we could at least pretend to be civil if it weren't for you two bastards going at it like you were actually talking about something important. Look at you over there. Why is one of you wearing a fedora? I bet it's a costume fedora, too. Not even a real one. Why don't you go to a haberdashery, you hack? Listen, my friend and I here, we're about to spend some quality time enjoying the peaceful sounds of the birds chirping, not bastards chirping. I don't know if there is a tide in a lake, but I was just going to stop peddling and hoping something would bring me into shore. I was going to relax, shut my eyes, put on these novelty Back to the Future two sunglasses and just get myself moved back into shore. Me, First Lieutenant Redegar G. Funibaum of the Mustache Rangers. That's right. You are messing with the relaxation time of the Mustache Rangers. I don't think he cares about your rank, Funibaum. But I am the Commander Major Alistair Q. Bastidius. That's right. Your eyebrows perked up, as they should when you hear my name and or rank. I'm going to put my thumb through your belly button. Have you, you know, how you always worry about what if I dig too much and this thing opens up? I'm going to open it up if you keep fucking talking. God damn you, asshole. I'm going to command some fish to jump out of this lake and eat your face off. 
and when they are done, they will be full enough to pull us into shore. That is how we're going to get in without exerting any more energy. That's the power I have. I control both Mustache Rangers and Lake Fish. All of this anger would have been turned internally to my own self-hatred, but you have given me an outlet to my anger, and I'm feeling much better because you are such horrible people. I should actually be thanking you for what you are doing for Funibaum, because I feel like once this day is over, he will have taken three years off of his life, or added to his life, and made himself feel more energetic and happy so that he is not self-loathing all the time. Gentlemen, for that, I thank you. But for the other things, I want to rip your faces off with a fish bat. My therapist costs a lot of monies. Monies I don't have. And I keep getting letters from this therapist saying, why don't you give me your monies? You cannot come back and get help. So this is help. This is my help. And you are helping me hate you so much right now. I want to rip my shirt off, butter up my nipples, and stroke them across your eyes until they water. That's what butter does, right? Well, it's it like depends mace. on what, as long as if you get salted butter. Oh, yes. Yeah, you salted sal- butter on my nipples into your eyes. Listen, I understand that you just came out here for a regular day just as we did, but here's the difference. You guys are assholes. We are not. We are just trying to enjoy the day while you are clearly trying to shit on it. You see this paddle boat here? It is shaped like a swan. And do you know what? Swans are awful, awful, dirty, bitey creatures. And I will bite every part of you until it is raw if you do not button those yappers. And let us continue our peaceful day of solitude. Let us be clear. Swans are gentle and graceful for the most part. But they have an angry side to them. When they get angry, they nip and bite things. Much like us. We are gentle, elegant creatures. We have had a ballet done about us and our adventures. And it is gorgeous. And people cheered and applauded and stood at the end. That is how graceful and kind we are. But you are making us more like a war of guns and ammo and cannons. You do not want to be a baby around a swan. And right now, you are a baby around a swan. A swan full of heroes. And we are those heroes. Also, we are the swan. We will take our vengeance on your babies. That's right. You should start paddling. You paddle in the opposite direction. But we're going to follow you. We're going to use our energy to follow you and make sure that you get to shore so that we can enjoy the rest of our day. Start paddling. Go. Row, row, row your stupid fucking boat. Remember how we talked about how much exertion it takes to paddle these boats? Well, that is how angry we are at you. We're going to exert our personal energies to make sure that you get out of our sight and out of our earshot. Why don't you go to a coffee house like a normal bunch of jerks talking about your project this and your project that and oh, I hope to do this. I'm going to go back to college and maybe focus on literature. And you know what? That's not going to do you any good. Why don't you read books at home instead of going to school and paying a billion dollars to learn about the the Beowulf. He's got a point. Why don't you do that? Instead of harping back and forth about what you think you are good at and what you think you can do, why don't you go home and not do those things? 
and just sit at home and stare at a wall. Maybe paint it and watch it dry. Or maybe unpaint it. Maybe you should rip wallpaper down because I assume your stupid houses have wallpaper in them. Stupid, ugly wallpaper that doesn't belong on a wall and only belongs on couches. Couches that are ugly and should be thrown out by the curb and a free sign put on them. But nobody wants to pick it up so it gets all rainy and wet. And that's what you are. You're a rainy, wet couch on the side of the road with a free sign on it that no one wants. Wallpaper is a pox on society. You should only paint. And you... You are wallpaper. You are horrible, paisley wallpaper. You are a puce. You are insignificant and terrible. No one would even kick you and pick you up into the trash can. They would just leave you lying in the gutter as a horrible recognition. Ah, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. I was going good for a while there. Yeah, we are doing pretty well. I think we ridiculed them enough. Could you? Do you want a sandwich now? I do. All right. Here, grab one. There you are. Thank you. Balagna is my favorite. Mm. Mine too. I like when there's mustard on it. Mm-hmm. My favorite kind of balagna is when the piment is. Pimento? Pim- pim- Pimento. Pimentos are in there. Mm-hmm. I don't it's... understand it. Like, are there are there animals that just have pimentos just in their mm-hmm. body? Yeah. So when they cut it up, it just comes through? Yeah. It's weird. Well, genetic engineering. I guess so. Makes it easier. I do kind of want to read that book now. I know, right? Like prehistoric erotica? Right. Sounds really good. I didn't want to say that, though, because then no. they'd probably come over here and want to talk to us. I imagine it'd be dinosaurs doing it with dinosaurs. I don't want to hear about people doing it with dinosaurs. Well, if, what if they're awkward. people-sized dinosaurs? That's just still weird. I mean, you wouldn't do it with a horse. Their little hands. The dinosaur hands? Yeah. Their little dinosaur hands giving you a back rub. Mm-mm. And their, and their long-necked snouts in, the, in your ear going... I, I don't want to. And I, I bet they give really good back rubs. And you know what back rubs lead to, right? Bow. Check out Bow Wow. Right. Let's just eat our sandwiches in silence, please. Mm-hmm. But, mm, don't give me a back rub. <laughs> Who needs a back rub to get into dinosaur mood when you have plenty of Doc Johnson's all-time elixir? It's good for it ails you. Once again, special thanks to special guest David Malky of Wondermark. Go to wondermark.com and read his magnificent comics, and go onto Amazon and buy The Machine of Death and pre-order The Machine of Death 2. If you haven't already, go onto iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review to The Mustache Rangers, and encourage your friends to do the same. Go to the mustacherangers.com website, click on your favorite favorite episode and click on all these social links on the side to promote and share with your friends. You know, Twitter, Facebook, Reddit, Google Plus, stumble upon, do them all. Share the love. Share our burning love. You can listen to classic Mustache Rangers episodes remastered and re-edited at noisepicnic.com. And don't forget to follow the Mustache Rangers on Twitter at Mustache Rangers or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mustache Rangers. See you next week, boys and girls. Look at this paddle boat. It is shaped like a swan. And you know what? You... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I can never say you know what again. Nope. Nope. <laughs>